Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. Everybody, welcome to another sizzling episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. I am your host, William Powell, otherwise known as the King of DC Media. Remember to follow me on Twitter at handle Inside Underbar Acting and Facebook at handle William.T.Powell. And if you want to advertise on the show, you can hit me up at William400 at Yahoo.com. And don't forget to read the fantastic column, DC Actors Examiner, which can be found by Googling DC Actors Examiner. Lots of great articles about the acting business on there. Absolutely. So tonight's guest is Lee Avant. She is an actress and also a Michelle Obama impersonator. And as luck would have it, did you know? Saturday, January 17th, is First Lady Michelle Obama's birthday. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So let me tell you a little bit more about uh, Lee. Uh, She's a professional actress for the last decade. Uh, Lee began performing as a teen in her home state of North Carolina. Now, after graduating from Emerson College up there in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, Lee spent some time working out in uh, L.A., both in front and behind the camera. She has done many different uh, shows and films and things of that nature, including Hollywood Squares, The Wayne Brady Show, The People's Choice Awards, and many, many others. She's also appeared on One Life to Live, Soap Talk, Spike TV, BET, and Art TV, which is based in Europe. She's currently residing in New York City, and she has now added, of course, as I said earlier, Michelle Obama impersonator to her extensive skill set. So let me go ahead and bring on Lee. Good evening. Hi, William. Hi, how are you? Fantastic, fantastic. How's the weather up there in New York City? (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) It's funny you should say that. I'm actually not in New York City at this moment. I'm actually on a bus to Boston, and it's cold here, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> bus to Boston. Wow. I'm on a bus right now. Down the East Coast, yeah. 
All right, so we're going to go back in time and talk about how you started acting. Okay. Um, how far back in time are we going, William? Let's go back uh, 10 years. <laughs> but that doesn't work five years. <laughs> um, okay. Um, well, I pretty much started uh, professional acting in Los Angeles. That's where I joined SAG, and that's where I, you know, had my first agent, and that's where I started auditioning and doing theater and things like that. Um, but before that, I was in North Carolina, as you mentioned, and and I started studying there and in high school, and I was doing community theater in, in North Carolina, so that kind of carried over into my work in Los Angeles, and now I'm in New York doing the same thing. But with uh, with colder weather. <laughs> okay, so how did you become an impersonator? How did you get into the impersonator business? Oh, that's um, it wasn't my idea. It was not my idea at all. It was actually the idea of several friends of mine who kept saying that I should do something with it because I was constantly being stopped by strangers and by customers that I was working at a restaurant telling them to look like Michelle Obama and I didn't listen for like years. I just kept brushing it off and some of my my other performer and director friends were like, You really should do something with it. You should you should really like try to figure out what you could do with it but I had no idea that being an impersonator was a thing. I didn't know it was something you can make money at. I, I didn't even know I had no idea that it was something that I, that existed really. So uh I finally Finally, started uh, pursuing it last last year, the year before, and now here I am. Hmm. So, how many gigs do you do a year? Well, it's still pretty new. I'm still kind of getting my face out there. I've only had two or three appearances so far. I did have a pretty nice event just last month in DC, actually, um, for women in technology. So that was that was a really great event and. The ladies really loved seeing Michelle Obama at their event. <laughs> so hopefully there'll be some more of that coming up in, in 2015. Hmm. Okay. So now how did you, you craft the character of Michelle Obama? Did you just watch a lot of speeches? Did you read biographies? What did you do there? Yeah, I read a lot of books about her. I do watch a lot of her speeches. Uh, particularly I watch her... Um, speech from the Democratic National Convention, the last one. That's one of my favorites, and I think it's one of my favorite looks of hers. So a lot of a lot of my performance is really based on my looks. You know, is my hair right? What's her hair doing? What's her makeup doing? What are her lashes doing? What is she wearing? What kind of cardigan is she wearing right now? What kind of dress is she wearing? Is she wearing kitten heels? Is she wearing higher heels? So I pay a lot of attention to her wardrobe and, and her hair and makeup, really. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's a lot of, uh, there's no short shortage of uh, information about that. So now, have you, uh, now when you went to the all these gigs, do you actually perform, do you re-perform speeches she's done, or do you, like, come up with your own material? How does that work? I've done both, actually. I've actually done my <laughs> own material. Yeah, I've done my own material, and then I've done um, material that was, specific to the event that I was appearing at. I've never done any speeches 
of hers. I've never repeated any of her actual speeches, but I've done my own material and the material geared for an event. Hmm. Okay. So now mm-hmm. this is it. Uh, is it. Is it satirical? Is it spot on? Is it inspirational? Is it? I mean, what, what's your approach? Well, when it's my material, it's it's just silliness. It's really <laughs> because it's silliness. It really is. Um, it's funny stuff. I make jokes about cardigan sweaters. I make jokes about you know her work with obese children, which is kind of. You know, some people don't don't really like that. My mom, for instance. <laughs> but um, yeah, when I do my own material or something that I've written, it's usually funny. It's something to make people laugh. It's something to be entertaining. It's something to be serious or political at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of a lighthearted, uh, kind of lighthearted take on the first lady. Oh, very much so. I mean, if someone's inviting inviting me to their event or if I'm appearing somewhere, they want to have fun. You know, they're not trying to talk about uh, politics. <laughs> but do you get political questions? Um, not really. I mean, sometimes people have come up to me and started talking about certain things that are going on. But, you know, I don't, I don't really engage that because I'm a performer, you know. <laughs> I'm a performer. Yeah. And that's, that's really it. So I, I do a lot of smiling. I do a lot of handshaking. I do a lot of um, thank you. I say thank you a lot, you know. <laughs> I say a lot of thank you. Like a politician. Yeah. yeah, very very much like a politician. Smile and say thank you. Shake hands and keep moving. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I saw some pictures there. You have, uh, I guess, a pretend husband there. Who who's uh, Who you got playing Mr. Obama? Oh, so the Barack Obama impersonator that I've worked with, his name is Sean Banks, and he's actually based in Orlando, Florida, and he's been <laughs> performing as Barack for several years, much much longer than I have. So I actually turn <laughs> to him for advice a lot of times. But he's he's really great. He's fantastic. I mean, he has Barack's voice down. He has, you know, Barack's exact wedding ring. He knows every type of tie that Barack wears. Like, he's... He's really a spot-on impersonator. He's great. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now what's some of the uh, the cities you've traveled to? I mean, is, is it mostly like coast-to-coast, coast or is it much in the heartland, too? Um, well, last month I was in D.C. for the, the Women in Technology event, and I've appeared here in New York and then also in Orlando, Florida. Oh, okay. Which is where I worked with, with the Barack impersonator. So uh, is your schedule going forward? Are you going to have some more diverse cities around the U.S. or maybe uh, other countries? You know, we'll see. I mean, I don't really have a lot of control over who wants the first lady at their event. I mean, I'm always excited when someone contacts me and is interested or has questions about possibly having me at an event. But, you know, honestly, um, it's really a unique kind of thing, and everyone is not going to be into it, <laughs> into having Michelle Obama at their, at their party. No, at their okay. but, you know, it's a very specific kind of performance. But, well, hopefully, right. hopefully there'll be some more. You know, I I have, have an inquiry the other day for, for a gig, and 
Kansas. So that was so <laughs> Okay. I would That's love to go to Kansas. Never been to, I would love to take Michelle Obama to Kansas. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess I will be a slightly controversial. Do you think Lee, Lee Event would be a good first lady? No, not at all. I would be awful. I would be terrible. <laughs> First of all, I have a potty mouth. First of all, oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> that's the first thing. First lady can't have a potty mouth. <laughs> wow. And, you know, I think um, it's hard. I think it would be really hard to be that poised and that gracious and that warm and welcoming all the time to all the people that, you know, First Lady has to meet. And I think it would be exhausting. I don't think I'd be able to hold up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of, uh, well, that, that that segues into my next question. I think I know the answer. It's almost a rhetorical question is that uh, I don't think you'd be running for office anytime soon. Do I think that Michelle Obama will be running for office? No, 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 no. I, I don't think you would ever run for office. Oh, no, absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'd be no help to anyone. Wow. <laughs> wow. So what's, uh, I guess, the most peculiar, what's the most interesting uh, experience have you had playing the First Lady? When people speak to me like I am her. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's really—it's really awkward. It's really awkward wow. for me, but um, you know, and I kind of wonder. I'm like, they can't really think. They can't really think that I'm that I'm Michelle, but maybe they do. I mean, maybe that's the whole point, right? Maybe they do think I'm her, but um, yeah, that's that's always a little weird for me. Hmm. That's very weird. I think I I had a woman. At the last event, who was really genuinely thanking me and um, thanking me for all of my support and all of the wonderful things that I have done, and I just looked her in the eye and I and I said, "Thank you, thank you so much." <laughs> wow, wow, that's she was, uh... she was so genuine and so sincere. <laughs> wow, well, that's the power of the media. I tell you, that's wow. <laughs> Oh, mm. so is this something you see you you see yourself doing for uh, several years, or you think it'll it'll kind of die out after the president leaves office, or what? You know, people ask me that all the time, and honestly, I'm really not sure if it's gonna if interest is gonna die out in the Obamas after he's out of office. Maybe it will. Maybe interest will grow because. Um, I know a George W. Bush and a Bill Clinton, and they still work. You know, they haven't been in office in for some time. So maybe there will yeah. still be a public interest. I'm sure there will still be a public interest in the Obamas, even after they're not in office. Maybe even more yeah. so because they won't be tied to the White House anymore. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, I think, I think they'll probably have a pretty long shelf life, like you say. I mean, you know, Clinton's been out for years. Bush has been out for years. Still, uh, There's still a market. Yeah, yeah so people love her. You know, people love her. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And even, uh, I mean, even from a, a 
the fashion angle. I mean, I think it was a year or two ago they made a big to-do about she had bangs. I, I didn't even know what bangs were, hardly. She said the first lady had bangs. I thought people were just going crazy. I remember that, too, and um, when she came out with the bangs, it was right after I had started to put together my look for her, and I had just bought these two wigs that I thought were perfect and that looked just like her hair, and then she came out with these bangs, and I was like, oh, no. what am I going to do now? I have these wigs that don't have bangs. And <laughs> and sure enough, six months later, she didn't have the bangs anymore. But I had a woman say to me um, at the event in D.C., she said, I thought Michelle Obama had bangs. And I said, Michelle Obama hasn't had bangs for two years. Where have you been? <laughs> Don't you keep up with her hair, her hairstyle? Well, mm, so you must have a, uh, on your taxes, you're, you're able to write all that stuff off, right? All the, the hairdressers. I mean, your hairdresser bill must be sky high. No, you know, I, I wear wigs when I... Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, I wear wigs, so they're they stay perfect in between between uh, performances. I have two wigs, one one main one, and then a backup. Oh, cool! All right, yeah. I don't have any hair. Of my, I have very little hair of my own. I have very little natural hair, so I have to wear wear some hair without a show. So that's smart. So you just have a wig budget, huh? That's all you got. Yes, yes, I sure do. <laughs> yeah, I notice you're, you're, there's a company that, uh, I guess, handles all this. So, like, without going into too much detail, I mean, how does that work? Is it paid per gig? Is it uh, reimbursed? I mean, how's the financial structure of it, roughly? I am on a couple of websites that specialize in impersonators. So that's how anyone who has found me so far has found me through a website called Gig Masters. And, you know, it has all of my information and um, what I do, what I do. And so people book me through the site and all payments are taken care of. So it's really nice and neat. I don't have to deal with, really deal with anything. I just appear, appear at the gig. Huh. Okay, that's pretty pretty neat. Yeah, that uh, that saves you a lot of uh, legwork. You know, you don't have to worry about all the logistics. Okay, so I'm yeah, gonna yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna switch gears here to uh, TV. Now you had mentioned that you done you did things uh, uh, in front of and behind the camera. So right. uh, I guess you've uh, done uh, directing, producing, uh, things like that. Oh, no, not at all. It was never that serious. Uh, <laughs> I was actually, uh, the first couple of years that I lived in Los Angeles, I was a production assistant, and um, you know, which is like the person who's at the bottom of the totem pole in the production, right, right. In the production line. You know, you're doing all the grunt work. So that's what I was doing. I was a production assistant for a couple of years, and I was a, a talent escort on Hollywood Squares. So I would escort the talent that would come to appear on the show, escort them around the set and do the dressing room and such. But um, yeah, no, I had to leave. You know, I had to leave production after a couple of years because it was hard to work that kind of job, those kind of hours, and, and be an actor. Yeah, that's that's a challenge. So uh, now, as far as uh, acting, 
Now, it looks like you've appeared on, uh, like, One Life to Live, Soap Talk, Spike TV. Yeah, what happened? What were some of the things you did there? Um, I had a brief recurring role on One Life to Live shortly before it was canceled, which was really really sad for me because I thought I was going to work on the show a little bit longer. But I I was recurring as a nurse on One Life to Live, and uh, that was actually my first... um, main TV gig was working on One Life to Live. That was that was really exciting, exciting for me and sad when the show was canceled. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. but no one's watching soaps anymore, so they've all kind of slowly become extinct. And I think, you know, a lot of actors are upset because it was putting a lot of people to work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so what are some of the other TV roles you've had? Well, I did a pilot for Spike TV with, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the gentleman, they do a show on TV called, there is a group called the Tenderloins, they're a sketch comedy group, and they have a show on Fuse TV right now, and I did a pilot with them for Spike TV, which unfortunately did not get picked up, but it was still great to work with them, and now they're on to another show, so hopefully I'll be able to work with them again. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And then uh, also, um, there's uh, I guess I'm pronouncing this right. Art TV. A R T. Yeah. In Europe, I did um, I did a short film that appeared on Art TV in Europe when I was in Los Angeles, and so I was able to work with a couple of new directors that were from Germany, and I had no idea where that short little film was going to end up, but it ended up on on television over there. Okay, that's that's pretty neat. Uh, yes. What's the character? Tell me more about that character. Oh, he was. Um, I was playing the ex-girlfriend of of the main, or one ex-girlfriend of the main character, and you know, this poor guy had had a terrible, terrible history with women, and I was just one of the many women who had to break his heart. <laughs> one of well, many. One of many. Huh. Yeah. So you know that's a really a, a real challenge. I think the, the break into uh, L.A. The L.A. market. I think that's uh, you know it, it's uh, it's a whole different market than the East Coast. Now I know that you're uh, you hail from uh, you're a Tar Heel. I, I'm I'm from North Carolina. Too. I was born in uh, Durham. Oh really? And, um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Tar Heel all the way, and. Uh, but you know the, things have opened up, and I know that uh, was it Walking Dead is is shot down in North Carolina and things like that. So I mean, what's some of the differences you found between uh, the West Coast working in the West Coast and working in the East Coast? Um, let's see. The West Coast, there was more work. There was more television and film work going on out there at the time when I lived out there, and so you know it was a lot easier to. Um, like get an agent because there was so much work that agents really kept their rosters really full and really big. And there was also a lot more competition. So, you know, sometimes you felt like you were making progress, but <laughs> really you weren't. <laughs> and uh, New York, New York is a smaller market, but there's so much shooting in New York now that things are kind of, I'm noticing some things changing just in the time that I've been in New York. 
but you know, of course, it's, it's you know a larger theater scene in New York, which I'm I'm not really a part of. But that's one of the the main differences is you know the theater actors versus the TV and film actors. But now New York is kind of balanced, much more balanced between TV and theater. Hmm. But in LA, yeah. you know, people don't care that much about the theater scene in LA. There's a great theater scene in LA, but nobody really cares about. It. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the East Coast and the Midwest. I mean, that's, I think uh, here in D.C., I think we're the second largest theater district in the country, but out in L.A., it seems like theater in L.A. doesn't, in the mix. It seems like it uh, uh, doesn't, doesn't quite add up there. I think there's, like I say, there's not uh, as much interest in, in theater out there. So did you ever do the uh, the whole act the uh, whole uh, extra thing? Like oh yeah! Oh sure! Oh sure! I spent a lot of time doing background work in LA, and I've done some here in New York. Um, but luckily, since I've been in New York, I've been able to work on some more commercial projects, which pays a lot more. So I'm a big fan of big fan of that. But yeah, sure, definitely, definitely done background work. Which is which is great, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I know. In in New York City, there's some people who actually make a living uh, doing extra work. Yes, I've seen some of those people. Um, it always it fascinates me. I'm not sure how they how they do it exactly. How they make a living doing it, <laughs> but if they can do it, you know, great for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so you had something on uh, on the Wayne Brady show. Uh, that uh, you were like a assistant on there, or what did you do there? Yeah, I was. I worked in the. You know, that was one of my production jobs during the, the few years that I was working in production on the West Coast. And you know, Wayne Brady was. He had just. He had just um, been offered a pilot. I think he was. He was on the on the improv show. Whose line is it anyway? Uh-huh. He was he was kind of just on the brink of blowing up and he had a pilot and I was invited to work on his pilot and he had a few he had a few episodes but unfortunately it didn't last it didn't last very long, the show that I worked on. But he had more he had more success with the talk show a little bit later that I did not work on. But I did get a chance to kind of see see an actor be developed in a television show. So that was very interesting to to watch. Yeah. He's a very uh very talented guy. I mean it's uh it's amazing that uh you know the with who's whose line is is it anyway. So it's a lot of improv. So speaking of improv, uh, going back in the time again, now you mentioned theater too. Uh what's some of the, the stage work you've done in the past? I did a lot of stage work in Los Angeles. That was the majority of my stage work was in Los Angeles, which sounds kind of backwards considering that L.A. is a TV and film town. But I did most of my theater work in Los Angeles. And since I've been in New York, um, I've kind of focused more on TV and film, which, again, sounds backwards. But, you know, everyone's past is not the same. My past is different than everyone else's. So I moved to New York and focused on TV and film, but I did co-write a play with a couple of other actresses a few years ago in New York to some great reviews, but I, I actually don't think I'm going to be doing very much anymore. It's hard to do both. 
Yeah, it's so time-consuming. So you wrote a play. What was it about? Who did you play? Did you play in it? I did. I co-wrote a play with other actresses, and it was, it was basically a show about black girls and self-esteem and how our self-esteem is affected by various situations in our childhood and in our school-age years. But it was great. It was great. A lot of personal... A lot of personal um, Stories were shared as a part of the show, and it, it got a great response. I think it really, I think people really related to it, and it was talking about something that not a lot of people talk about. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, where'd you stage it? It was at a theater called the Wow Cafe Theater in the East Village, which is, um, you know, an independent theater company where people can put up new productions and put up working productions, workshop, new shows. It's a really great it's a really great space. And it's a place that focuses on women in the theater, women writers, women directors. Basically it's a basically it's a space for women performers. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's uh that's impressive. It's good for actors to to put their own work up and uh and write and I even heard of uh, some actors up there in New York City what they'll do is uh they'll put on their own showcase. To actually run out a hall somewhere and then they'll have a showcase and actually invite casting directors to come in. Yes. Yes, people do that too. You know, I have a friend that's touring a one man show that's, that's doing very well. And I mean, it's hard though. It's, it's hard to put on your own work. It's definitely a challenge. Yeah. So you know the next question I'm gonna ask you. Okay, I heard that I heard the phrase one man show. So what about one woman show? I mean, this is something you could do forever. I mean, people do Mark Twain. They do. I had a Ben Franklin guy on here before. I mean, that's something that uh, you could just come up with a whole maybe like a whole one act. I'm, I'm kind of throwing out. I also am throwing out ideas here for you, but that's something. Is that something you thought of? <laughs> yes, it is something I've thought of. It is something that I'm thinking of. I'm not really sure what the subject matter would be. I mean, I would love to do my own piece around Michelle Obama, but as far as content, I'm not sure what that would be yet. <laughs> I'm not sure, but yeah, it is something I'm thinking about. It is, but you know, it's scary. One woman show, one man show. It's very scary because you know it's all on you. It's all on your. It's all on your shoulders. The whole, the whole thing, everything is on your shoulders. No one else involved, and it's a lot. I don't know. I, it seems like it's a lot of pressure that I'm, I haven't really wrapped my head around. If I'm ready for it yet, yeah, I'm sure you can handle it. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Sure, it's definitely, it's definitely something that I've thought about. Absolutely, absolutely. So you mentioned at the top of the show you're headed to Boston. I, I think. Um, now, refresh my memory. What you have a gig in Boston, or what's going on uh, down there? Well, I went to undergrad in Boston. I went to Emerson College in Boston, so I kind of keep my eye on what's going on there. And there, you know, there's a lot of TV shows and films that are shooting outside of New York now, just because it's cheaper. And so Boston has they're shooting a good number of films and several TV shows. So I have no problem traveling for work, and I have an audition there in the morning. That's where I'm headed to. 
that's good. I mean, that's you got to to be a working actor. You know, you really got to travel up and down the East Coast. I know I had some guys that were on turn uh, on the show on AMC, and they shoot part of that in Virginia. And uh, I know in between New York City and Richmond, there's just so much work. But you got to be able to to get in there. Where there's an audition, you got to get in the car and go. You know, you got to got to really keep moving. That's what it comes down to. That's where, uh, now you said Boston. I never thought of Boston as being much of a market. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, they shot, they shot um, a Woody Allen film last year, a Johnny Depp film last year. They've got two shows for ABC Family that are shooting there now. Body of Proof, the NBC drama shot there for a little while. They're, they're, they're doing something. They're doing something there. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, so we're coming down to about uh, five minutes left or so. So just talk about you. Excuse me. You have a project coming up. Uh, seems like you got a hot project coming up at BET. So talk about your hot <laughs> project uh, coming up. Anything you got coming up? How people can find you, and just kind of wrap up with um, you know how how fans can get in touch with you or follow uh, what you're doing. Oh, sure. Um, so the tricky thing about upcoming is when they're still in pre-production, you can't say a lot about them until things are actually definite. But I do have um, a movie of the week for BT that is in pre-production. So I, I can't say much more about it than that until more information is released. But I'll definitely keep everyone up to date, you know, on Twitter and on Facebook. So you can find me on Twitter um, and it is at First Lady Lee One. You can find me there and everything that I'm doing. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay, Lee. Well, it was great having you on the show. Uh, it's just inspiring to hear how you're just, you're just grinding. You're just grinding. You know, there's always the job side of your job and the, the it is show business, and it seems like you've really you've done well for yourself as far as just working hard and, and grinding and, and getting on the road and going after those gigs. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. Grind is the right word. Grind is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, Thank Lee. Thank you so much, uh, William, for having me on. Oh, okay. Hey, well, you're welcome. Okay, well, you have a uh, a great night and a blessed week. Thank you. You do the same. Okay. Good night. Bye-bye. And let me leave you with this quote from James Dean. When an actor plays a scene exactly the way the director orders, it isn't acting. It's following instructions. Anyone with the physical qualifications can do that. Good night.